This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. The net is closing in on the Skybet League 2 season and it's still all to play for in the race for promotion as a 1-1 draw at Northampton drops the Stags to third with just a solitary points breathing space between a place in the automatics and the playoffs. With two games coming up over the Easter Bank holiday weekend, Stags fans are bursting at the seams, not with having indulged on too many Easter eggs, but with nerves and anticipation enough to test even the calmest of souls. Six years ago this week, the Mansfield of old coped with the pressure with a magical night in Hereford. Stags! Oh, how close are they going to come to finding a late winner? I actually think they can get it. I think it'll be dramatic. I think they'll get it, I believe. Do you believe, Mansfield Town fans? If you do, start singing and back your side and draw them in as Marriott launches forward again. Reed is the target, flicked on it, might try and fall. But Greenish has the box, yes! Matt Greenish won it for Mansfield Town! Yes! Come on! Mansfield on top of the table! The fans are on the pitch! And Matt Green gets his second goal of the game! It's Hereford 1, Mansfield Town 2! And that's the goal which could win Mansfield Town the league! The Stags fans go berserk! What a dramatic goal! I said it would come! And Matt Green has found it! Come on! Yes! That still gives me goosebumps. But the question remains, can David Flickcross men create even more magical memories never to be forgotten as they welcome Morecambe and travel to Oldham? This is the Mansfield Matters podcast, the show for the fans, by the fans. Why? Well, because now more than ever, Mansfield really does matter. certainly fighting the players care that's what I can assure anyone connected with Mansfield saying this group of players care they care about each other they care about doing well for our supporters and doing well for the football club you know players care this group of players care about doing well for the supporters and for the football club the words of David Flickcroft but can those words be backed up by action as a bumper Easter weekend lays ahead for the Stags my name's Craig Priest alongside me in a woolly hat even though it's God knows how many degrees outside or has been or will be over the weekend it's Cam Felton God put that back over your face and alongside me as well is Mr Nathan Edge this is the Mansfield Matters podcast the show for the fans by the fans why well because Mansfield matters you heard in the intro, a scream fest, uh, a delight fest. That is I, I, I still think my voice <laughs> is still in Hereford waiting to come back. That is probably the reason why I don't do commentary anymore. Uh, but those memories from six years ago when the Stags had to cope with the pressure to go top of the league and stay top of the league into the final day of the season still is remembered by every single Stags fan up and down the land who is old enough to remember it. This season... Can we be buoyed by memories of Mansfield's past and create new memories going forward? We would have hoped, Nathan Edge, for a little bit of a easier barrier and a bit more of a cushion between ourselves and the chasing pack. Alas, a 1-1 draw at Northampton and it sets it up to be as tense as tense can be. 
Yeah, well, we'd like to have heard, you know, have it all wrapped up by MK on the way, for example. But the rate things are going at the moment, it's looking more and more likely that it's going to be the case, isn't it? And are we going to end up having a day like that, like six years ago? Is that going to happen again? I don't think my nerves could probably take it, but can you imagine if it did? Can you imagine them scenes on the same... If, if it all unfolds in the same, exact same way, but on a bigger stage at MK Don's Away, can you imagine that? Logan flicks it forward, flicked on by Logan. Preston, Rose inside the box, yes! <laughs> that, is that the sort of thing that you're after? Yeah, with, uh, rather than, but instead we'll probably have uh, you know, six, seven thousand fans there rather than you know, a thousand or so. Be, the scenes would be incredible, wouldn't it? But oh, it I don't really care how it happens as long as it, it happens. As long as it does. To be fair, Cam, there's an easy way a hard way and, and the Mansfield Town, Town way. way and on Saturday at Northampton it was the Mansfield Town way come on just defend <laughs> attack I know, I know <laughs> defend the corners attack I know we give him some grief but um, that was Logan's fault that we conceded that we look back at the video he's three four yards out of his off his goal line which is uncharacteristic for him because normally he's just stood on his goal line um, it, it should have been done that it should have been able to deal with that but we we move on we've got some massive games coming up and we can't let little things like that affect us we've just got to keep the momentum going and it's a draw it's not a loss we're not sat here trying to pick up the pieces um, we're not trying to pick out what went wrong we're, we're here to keep the momentum going here to talk about how big of an opportunity it is at the weekend to all but maybe get just get closer and we're touching distance we really are it just would have been so much better if the Stags could have held on to that lead Nathan stayed second well, because in third you are literally in the line of fire aren't you yeah I mean it's still in our own hands and you could say Tramia's result you know against beating MK Dons was a good result but it now means we're up against three other teams rather than two other teams you know it just brings another team into it so is that more pressure yes I mean then we get back onto the Tramier's run it, it, anything could happen and the fact that we slipped up and other teams did the business around us just makes it even more tighter um, I know you know Cam said there you know we don't, we're not talking about picking up the pieces and stuff like that but I, I and and going about what went wrong, but I think we do need to talk about. What, I thought that was an appalling performance on on Saturday. Absolutely. And I, and in the grand scheme of things, I know it's not the end of the world. You know, we still come out, we're still third, still all in our own hands, and I don't, it's not the end of the world. I'm not saying that at all. But the way we performed on Saturday, if we play like that in the next uh, next four games, we will not have enough points to go up, and that's I, I can say that. And that's what I truly believe. We will, will not have enough. I have to completely agree. I mean, I've written down on my really scrappy bit of paper, which I was writing a few brief notes on before a show. I don't always wing it. Um, what are you laughing for? Uh, I've written down the word nervous, and that's exactly what it was. And I think to some degree as well, and this is what concerns me a little bit more, Cam, is it was the same against Cambridge the week before. And if that's the, the case, two weeks running... What's it going to be like as the pressure ramps up and the games, the count of games counts down? Yeah, and um, it comes back to the same old thing. I noticed it quite a few times in the Cambridge game. The defence do not trust the goalkeeper. The amount of times they'd rather kick it into down onto Nottingham Road out at Bishop Street stand or lump it into Ian Grease stand just so they don't have to play it back to Logan. And I don't know whether that's just they don't trust him or they don't just don't just rather get rid of it or what there's something there that needs to be sorted but it's the same problem we've had every, pretty, pretty much every game that Logan's played are we wrong though at this stage of the season Nath with so much riding on everything going forward to play the blame game Um, I don't know it's a, it's a tough one I, I don't think it's necessarily I, I don't think it's pinning it down to one single player you know I don't think we necessarily drew that game at the weekend because of Logan. Okay, yes, you know you couldn't analyse it and say he made a mistake, but actually he probably faced about twenty-five crosses or corners into the into the box because we never kept the ball. We didn't attack ourselves. Sometimes attacking is your best form of defence, 
and we did absolutely barely anything. We had the spell just after the the goal went in, which was a free goal. Well done, Ben uh, Mal for that one. Uh, but you know the free goal. But we take it however, I don't care how it goes in, that's that's great. And we had a couple of chances straight after that where shots were, were, were charged down. But aside from that, the second half in particular, I can't remember attack apart from the one that Rosie missed. That we barely ever kept the ball, kept possession, and threatened their goal. We made an average Northampton side look like a better side than they are. We made that you wouldn't have known who was the the, the team in mid mid table. And when the game was being run by a teenager who made his fame on YouTube running around doing all that, um, that's hashtagging it, um, that says it all, doesn't it? It's, it's the fact that we can't, with the experience we've got, we should have come out and absolutely piled Northampton and sent a statement out. I think the statement we've sent out is we're walking on eggshells here and we're on a tightrope and it could go one or two ways. We've got to come out, for me, um, on on Friday at home to Morecambe and make a statement of yeah we're nervous but we're positively nervous we want this we want to go and get it and we're going to do absolutely everything to do it Flick Cross said in his, his post-match interview which we will hear a little bit of in a minute or two about the players wanting it they still want it they still have the desire to get it he said last week you know there'll be ups there'll be downs of course they will but I've not seen anything which from any of the players yet which says which is screaming we're going to finish in the top three I'm so nervous I've never been as nervous going into a game even that Hereford game years and years ago I was confident going into it I've never been this nervous it means so much exactly where where did the performance that we put in against Northampton earlier on in the season go they were on bench for Northampton that's why and it's like I know it's majority of the same players other than Elschnick but they've not really changed their team much we've not really the players that played on Saturday we haven't uh, we haven't brought in so I don't why is it so different now we go from absolutely pasting someone to crumbling under the pressure the only two three chances we get we score from Rosie hooks it over at bar and Mellis hits the crossbar it's a difficult game something has to drop let us know your thoughts if you're watching in the live feed get in touch uh, and say hello evening to John evening to uh, Peter I uh, hope Grandad Duty is treating you well Peter of course Simon not with us he's out celebrating Charlotte's birthday today with the twins and no doubt will be um, I'm hoping with you Peter and, and sleeping who knows uh, James has been in touch uh, and says uh, we've not done it all season but we need to do it now if we're to get into the automatics and that's when we are in front we need to carry on attacking and yeah. kill games off that goal Nath the one either freak or no freak it doesn't really matter it's the fact it's a goal that should have given us that boost to say right come on lads we've got an opening let's go and let's go and force the door open let's yeah. go and ram the door open exactly it's that, uh, a second goal would have killed that Northampton team I've got no doubt about it but we never looked like we were going to do it there was only and to be fair you know we, I thought defensively we looked pretty good I thought we looked really strong defensively and and, I, and at times I'm thinking you know I don't fancy Northampton weren't looking particularly you know really threatening and, and dangerous but they were still having a lot of possessions they're still putting a lot of crosses in okay they didn't look you know really I don't, know the, I don't know what the word is there's a word that's in a, you know, the tip of my tongue and I can't think what it is they have that cutting edge but on averages if you put in 20 odd crosses into the box something is they're going to get something's going to give and, and that's exactly what happened we just gave them we allowed them to have so much of the ball and so many crosses into the box it was inevitable that something was going to happen whether it was a mistake by one of our defence or just a bit of luck in their favour or whatever something was going to happen and that's what happened would you say that maybe we're not strong enough to see out a game or are we not clinical no, enough I, I don't think when we're going forward because we get the chances yeah. but we waste them I don't think it's the fact that we're not strong enough I, I, I trust our defence this is, this is why I think we need to be more positive going forward because I trust our defence we, you know, we've got one of the best defensive records for a reason that, did, that hasn't come from sitting back like we have done recently that's come from the midpoint of the season when we were doing really well when we were attacking teams going forward because those three or back five 
have enough in in their quality to to tidy up anything that the opposition throw at us when they're on the attacks. You know, even when they're counter attacking. So I just think we need to be more positive and more aggressive in our attacking. And yeah, you say, you know, have we not been clinical enough? Well, you can't put away three chances. If you only create three chances, it's unlikely you're going to put 100 percent away. Where if you create 15 chances, you know you've got more chance of putting one of them away. So I think that's the issue. We just wasn't threatening and positive enough in our play on Saturday. The answer could well be in a change of personnel. It's been relatively the same side now since extra away. So the last three games or so, it's been relatively the same side, with the exception of Sweeney coming in for for the injured Turner. Uh, and Craig uh, Foster agrees. He says the same thing in the comments. He says three words: start Mellis Friday. What do you make of that, Cam? Would you? Yeah. And who for? I don't. And where? Um, it's a tough call, isn't it? Because we I need can that. that. <laughs> Nathan can answer it. I'd probably, I'd probably say Tomlinson because Bishop's by far been the most consistent performer this season, uh, and can play that box to box. We've got McDonald that can do pretty much the same as what Bishop can, <coughs> but he can we're missing that playmaker role at the minute which someone like Grant someone like Mellis can bring to the team and we're not playing it forward quick enough we're dawdling up the field we play it out wide and then come back inside then back out wide we're not getting it upfield fast enough and just that say switch pass from McDonald or Mellis or that through a little bit quicker of a through ball just cut straight through the defence and we'll be straight on it it's like Cambridge uh, last weekend not really doing much you bring Mellis on a little bit more direct a little bit more up tempo straight on it and within five minutes of Mellis coming on we've scored all from his hard work just closing the defender down putting pressure on him they've made a mistake easy pass, pass out to Tyler and it, it's 1-0 Craig agrees and he also says uh, for Tomlinson is that who you'd have gone for Nate? I would have gone for Macca it, on, at home so on, on so Friday on Friday for example I'd go uh, mid, midfield three of Bishop Tomlinson and uh, and Mellis and maybe Macca away instead of Tomlinson just because he's got that bit more of a fight there's just a couple of occasions on, on Saturday at Northampton for example and I, I love Macca he's, he's a great player and he's one of them that'll give give everything for the team, but there's a couple of occasions where it, it come out to me in, in rather the difference between him and Mellis, and we know Mellis can be frustrating sometimes. He can be inconsistent, but uh, there's a couple of times where McDonald just rather than bringing the ball down, just kicked it over sort of over his, over his shoulder. It's a bit of a hit and hope, just get it away sort of thing. Whereas Mellis, okay, it might be a bit more risky, but he would bring that down and try and keep possession. And when we're not doing it like Saturday when we need to do it yeah, I think you just need someone a bit more composed on the on the ball and I'd also say I think Tomlinson still has that in his locker where he can't we've, we've seen it many times where he just pulls off one of those great cutting passes so that's probably just why I stick him in there ahead of, of Macca James has been in touch uh, he's commented again and says that when we take the lead we always try and defend that lead and when we've done that we've conceded and then it's uh, back to chasing the game at this point of the season players need to be selfish in front of the net and this leads me to my next point I think this will be a hotly debated one to be fair because of the amount of time he's, he's spent out this season and uh, obviously the, the difference between goals scored last season and goals scored this but I think we are crying out now for us not to be so fancy. I don't think we necessarily need... I'm not saying take take either of them out of the team, but I'm, I think we don't necessarily need that fanciness and that um, the trickery of CJ and Tyler. We need to match that up with... And I'd be saying this if, uh, if another player was fit and been playing as well. We need to match it up and balance it out with that physicality that um, that awareness of dropping deep to create something and that player for me is Danny Rose yeah he's had minutes under his belt he's getting minutes under his belt even if we play him for an hour and he's tired and then we, we make that substitution or even 45 minutes I think we need that that vision that creativity and, and yeah. that that want and desire to go and create something in the final third because at the minute what we've got up front and I'm not knocking them because they've been great for us all season 
in CJ and Tyler is two players who are very like-minded who like to run with the ball who like to get into the channels and like to create that way we need that more almost like Northampton did that direct nature a we bit need of a to target yeah sort of man, a but, target man exactly that you, creative slot in there as well would you maybe drop one of them then and stick Danny in because then you've got the the man that can you've I'd got go three up there the me. long ball up front Danny can hold it up or head it on getting that wide play because Tyler can deliver a good ball CJ can deliver a good ball or they can cut back inside and have a shot just try and match it up because obviously at the minute they're just two players that like to run, run wide and cut back inside and when you've and I think and when you're missing nothing, that, nothing, nothing in the middle, middle yeah the, you're missing but that but then we haven't got uh, the players in the midfield that are going to make that run into the box which is why there needs to be one or two tweaks with your Melissa's and your, your McDonald's and your Tommy's yeah, getting fair with the pitch getting higher up you think about like early in the season when forget about obviously we know the team was playing well as a unit but you also can look at players as a, individually and you think of where the best players where the best positions are for those individual players and when they're performing the best and you look at Melis he played best when he was further up the pitch in his natural position that's when he really started hitting his form CJ I, I you know he's done a job up front I think he's great up there and I'd much rather have him up there than, than right wing back for example but he was so threatening when he's out on that wing getting back out there and then if you can get Rose close to Tyler you know Rose isn't necessarily going to be getting you the goals but he is an indirect way because I think he's probably going to free up Tyler more because he's got he can do that link up play so you so. risk it 3-4-3 three, three. I, I, I actually would go three up there I, I would genuinely at the, at the moment I think that's from where we're lacking at the moment I think that's what we need to do we know we can defend that. we I'd know love, we yeah. can defend we know Absolutely. that back three are as solid as anything Trust that, that's there put your faith in them a little bit more and then just push higher because at the end of the day we can't go and draw these next three four games or whatever we need to win them that, that I don't think there's any two ways about it we've got to gamble we've got to take a bit of risk to accumulate here would you maybe say drop Jones drop CJ back on that right and stick Danny Rose up front and then maybe Push Benyon and CJ higher, play more of a so long as a, they were, a three five two. So long as so long as they were pushed higher and not in that wing back position. But for me, here's another one. Here's another one for you. Um, imagine you're a Morecambe player and Mansfield are playing quite well. We're two nil up, for example. 50, 55 minutes has been played. We're playing quite well, but we started to fade off a little bit. Ball goes up. Thirty two's off. Twenty two's on. You're looking at your teammates and going, I'm not marking him at CJ. I know it's a, it's a risk to take, but imagine imagine that, just a little bit of a rest, because it's not, you know... All I can think is Kevin Ellison versus CJ Hamilton. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. The, 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 these oh, that's great. things we can do. These things we can do. Um, James says, got to keep Macri in the side as he is one... as he is the one who drags the team forward... <laughs> And it's almost as if he plays uh, the fans' emotions, like when we're wanting players to get forward and run at teams, he does it. It's the engine in the side. Defo got to start Rose 100%. He's the only natural striker we have. Also, he wins us important free kicks, plus Walker playing off Rose can work. I think, for me, I think... Depends what he means by striker. I don't think he's a goal scorer. No, I mean, well, oh, I, this is yeah. different terminology, yeah. isn't it? it? As that false nine if you like that yeah. almost like a, an advanced central attacking midfielder the one who can almost go box to box drop a little bit deeper to come and pick things up from Bishop from mm. from uh, from McDonald or Tomlinson and or either way and just you know get that link up playing because the turnover like we've said earlier from back to front is not quick enough and almost like on Saturday at Northampton is non-existent non-existent yeah I was literally took the words out of my mouth that is exactly it so I, I, you know, it's it's sort of you can even look at it in more simple terms. You put in more attacking-minded players on the pitch, so you know you'd like to think in that case more is going to happen. Uh, and yeah, I sort of uh, I left. I remember leaving on Saturday thinking, what? Why were we so negative? Why were we so defensive? Was it the way we were set up? Does the blame lie at the feet of David Flitcroft and and whatever he said to him, or you know, or his tactics, or is it the players? Is it their? Is it nerves? Is it no composure on the ball, sort of thing? You know, where is it? I don't know the answer to that, but I do think there 
there are ways you can change that and that's by putting more attacking minded players on the pitch and, and going for it well let's see if we can provide an answer for that by hearing from the man himself who was reflecting on that one all draw after the game on Saturday at Northampton let's hear from the Stags boss David Flickcroft you've got to be able to defend uh, the very direct in the approach you've got to be able to defend corners and, and we did do admirably um, but it's the one that we don't that cost us the three points you know um, but I just said to the players I'm not too sure we we committed and, and did enough to, to go on and really win the game and kill the game there wasn't a lot of chances in the game for anyone uh, I think Danny's is the best chance you know when, when it, I think Prezi's got up and headed it on and you're just waiting for the net to bulge because it's Rosie and, and he's got in front um, and I'm just waiting for his, the studs to just you know push it in in an open goal but you know it's not to be so um, we've got to make sure that we were uh, we're tidier in, in our work and, and concentrate on our work and and um, you know we, we weren't today we weren't just pristine in, in, in the re-game there weren't a calmness to it there was a real edgy feel to, to our performance you know and uh, I've now got to make sure I settle the boys down for, for a really big weekend and uh, you know that's what I'm committing to do over the next sort of three or four days we've shown it most of the season that as well you know that that what I call resilience and togetherness and spirit that was not that was evident these these boys they're trying you know they um, you could argue trying maybe too hard and, and not and not you know being calm it's all right going trying to get the ball back and hunt it back but it's important that when you do get it back you've got a calmness and you show that and and you've got a composure about your work and we did them you know so that's what we'll be working on next week uh, with the players and um, making sure that um, that that when the heat's on and they're feeling on top they've probably got more time you know I, I know now where, where I'm going to go next week with it and, and how to up that pressure um, and intensity um, and for us to make you know calm decisions so that, that's where we'll be next week with it and the next time we perform we'll be better at that it's a stage of the season that you know you, you want to be in that top three you want to be uh, have the destiny in your own hands and we've, we've still got that you know so that's something to be excited about you know I said a few weeks ago there's going to be more twists and turns there always is um, you know you're never out of a fight until you draw your last breath and uh, we're certainly fighting the, the players care that's what I can I can assure anyone connected with Mansfield Town this group of players care they care about uh, each other they care about doing well for, for our supporters and doing well for the football club you know so we've just got to make sure that uh, there isn't a over over trying which then tenses you up a little bit and and, uh, and again that's what we'll be looking to to get the boys more uh, more relaxed in that for, for next week David Flickcroft there speaking to you I follow Stags after that uh, one all draw at Northampton last weekend you can watch that in full mansfieldtown.net forward slash I follow and also there mm-hmm. reeling off quote after quote after quote interesting thing uh, that he said in there for me Nath, was he mentioned a little bit about almost trying too hard I mean we sort of pulled a face of that a little bit but the other thing he mentioned in there was the cost that he felt it was this pressure within them and pressure on them is it a, a case of Friday going into the dressing room saying look lads we're at home don't worry about the league table don't worry about what you need to do you know what you've got to do which is just go out there enjoy your football and win a game and just almost take the handbrake off no I I don't think so I get what you mean as in yes we need you know we didn't show composure on the ball so you've got to sort of relax them and not put the pressure on them in that sense but I wanted I'd rather see them go out with a bit of aggression get in the opposition's face like like teams do to us at times I think we need to do that back you know high press them let's take the game we've got to set the pace take the game to them rather than wait for the team to take, take the games towards and try and pick them off. I don't think we need to do that now. I think, forget about the fancy football and whatever. I think we've got to, you know, obviously we, we can do that when we're two, two goals up. Let's get there first. Let's get in the faces, get a very high tempo going. We've got four massive games left. And I know, I know it's, it's hard to not put pressure on them, but you don't, it doesn't have to be pressure in that sense. You just get them fired up and get them going out aggressively. Do you think maybe it is very much a, a pressure thing that's getting to the players? Do you think some players are, are, are fighting for their first promotion and you think 
a, a prime example of this is someone like Jacob Mellis, bigged up to be the next star boy at Chelsea, does one stupid thing. Put down that pirate thing, sure. And, his, <laughs> and his, fr- his career's in free fall from there on. And now he's got the chance to right his, maybe not right all his wrongs, but a chance to prove he is the the player that he was he's built up to be. Got, they've all got a point to prove. As someone like Ryan Sweeney, young lad, probably first promotion he'll be involved with. Christian Pierce could be involved with. Could be involved with. Signs, <laughs> Christian Pierce, another one that we took out of the conference conference south by then. Got a point to prove. And but then we have got other players that have been involved in pro- promotions as well. So Knox, Ca- Knox Cans- County, for example, well. Neil Bishop was in promotion winning Danny Captain. Rose went with with Berry. Uh, they, they, we could look into deeper, and I guarantee there'll be a few more the, involved. But in the that. pressure on the players, you think is we've got a very young team, and we've got m- more young players than experienced players. So is, uh, I I sort of, you think about it, and like when you're out on that pitch, the if you're playing a high press aggressive really taking the game to you don't really have time to think about the pressure because you're right in the moment in amongst it and, and fighting for the ball and you know doing what you need to do as a team not worrying about the opposition I think pressure comes back comes in when you start sitting back and you start thinking about your shape too much and I know that stuff's important but overthinking it I think you sort of I don't know if, I think they might have even said that sometimes sort of overthinking in a way and trying too hard in that sense I think make it, it a bit more simpler just go out there be aggressive in what you're going to do as, as what your tactics are as, as your team not necessarily worry about the opposition as much and go out there and just go to win it's very interesting because obviously this week at Football in the Community it's the Easter Extra um, half term holiday clubs all the footballers it's been stuff. exciting yeah, it? it's, it's nice been, cr- there. been cracking thank you excellent one more day left tomorrow 8.30 <laughs> doors open £15 per child um, <laughs> you're going to have to start paying for these soon yeah, let me think about that <laughs> no I won't uh, anyway uh, the point I was trying to make is sometimes a child loses the ball they get tackled and they lose the ball and sometimes they get downbeat by it or if the shot doesn't win or they miss the ball or something like that they, they, they get a little bit upset and especially in a game situation if they lose the ball they just go and you can see the face goes a little bit you can see like the shoulders drop a little bit and the motivation the love and the want to play football dies a little bit but as soon as you sort of say to them go and win me that ball back they're off like a rocket yeah. and it's almost like that get that childlike mentality and just say go and win the ball go and press high and go and achieve something yeah. because when that kid runs and wins that ball back and then puts the ball in the, in the net and he's running around doing cartwheels and all that stuff it's a great feeling yeah it's like, so get, it's like changing the mentality not thinking about the, the, the whole pressures if, you, if you're that focused on the job in hand as in, and, and you make it a, a fast paced thing you haven't got time to necessarily think about the pressures as much so you're getting on with the game and you just you know, I wouldn't be that bothered if it became a battle but as long as we come out of the, the right end of that I just think we need to take it to teams now I think that's what we've got to do like I say aggression that's what I want to see two types of uh, pressure for me negative pressure positive pressure we've, and that's the way you look at it and I look at it as positive pressure we've worked so hard to get in the position we're in let's go and do something from it let's go back to a few of the comments uh, before I lose them all keep them coming in tonight if you're watching on the live feed if you listen to the audio version of this come and get involved on the live feed next Thursday at 6.30 on the show for the fans by the fans why? because fans for matters fantastic and it is Thursday next week it will be Thursday but it will be the last Thursday of the series more Mm. on that later Uh, talking about Danny Rose earlier on uh, you said he wasn't uh, or we mentioned uh, he wasn't a goal scorer in advert comments Uh, James says you say he ain't a goal scorer yet he was top goal scorer last season I think he's just had a lot to contend with this uh, with this season with the transfer request and the injury and being out of favour so he's only really been a bit part player this season the fans still love him every time he, they sing his name his ears prick up he gets a smile on his face say one thing different player correct different position different, different squad etc etc um, but still the potential, <laughs> it's a good point the ball yeah, the potential is there for Danny Rose to unlock I'm that just, and it will said, come I'm just not uh, setting my hopes on him getting the goals that's all it is 
I'd put money on We're going to have a Matt Green moment, but uh, MK Don's away, and it's going to be Danny Please, God, no. I can't. Uh, my heart can't stand that. <laughs> uh, Nige, uh, Nige Marchant says, uh, replying to that comment, says, this friction between Futchett and Rose from his very days, hence why he's gone off the boil since then, two came into the club. I'm going to... Dist- I mean, whether there is or isn't, I can't say it. I don't know. And to be honest, who knows? The, I mean... Hate speculating I, all that. I don't like to speculate. And let's be honest six months ago when he wasn't playing at the start of the season everyone was saying that Flitcroft hated him and all that and yet we proved that wrong um, pre-season he was out with him we saw it for ourselves didn't he he was out correct. with him. we don't need to get into that but I, I, I disagree I, I don't think he's been a bad player this season but, you know, aside from his injuries but I would say he's just playing a different role he's just not getting the goals but it's a slightly different role and I'd still Rather have on the pitch than off the pitch. Correct. Uh, Stuart uh, says uh, hello from Norway. Evening or morning, whatever time it is over there, I don't know. Uh, and Matt says, uh, can County do us a huge favour by beating MK Dons on Friday? Not County do us a favour? I doubt it. Not County beat MK Dons? I doubt it. But Not County, if you could beat M- MK Dons? Double. Cheers. There's no bad result in that. No, game. there's not. not. No bad result. Just going back to that, M- MK Dons really aren't. That good of a team. Well, that's what's losing for the end of the season. No, I'm just saying we more than ma- <laughs> we more than more than matched them beginning of the season. They're not world beaters. That's we can, no. we can certainly say that. But Paul Tisdale knows how to get a side up. He doesn't well, know. He bottled he it. How many years? Exeter. No, he knows how to get the side up. He knows with a budget. I've always said with a budget, he'll be a good manager. Never had a budget extra and did wonders. Took him from we'll a conference to League One. Well, we will see, but yeah. I'm just saying. It's always uh, a drama, yeah. man, going off telling you. Well, now nah, and Bory. No. We shall see. Uh, <laughs> James says, to be fair, it's uh, it's the bridesmaid situation. The bridesmaid and not the bride, hence he ain't the manager. Uh, so we shouldn't let it get to that point where it affects the sides, uh, the side of both them and Futcher or Rose. Talking about the Futcher and Rose situation. If there is a Futcher and Rose situation, I've had enough of that one now. Yeah. Um, I think... It's the first I've heard of it anyway, yeah, if that's the case. So. Yeah, and... <laughs> We all have people we we don't get on with. I mean, he yeah, still right. turns up every week. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that was for him. <laughs> so you know, we, we just grin and bear it. Makes the same joke every, for the every, sake every episode. Yeah. I'm quite concerned that he thinks we're joking. Uh, no, 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 it's no joke. No, oh, God's sake! Can we get away from the Easter jokes, please? <laughs> we, oh, I just keep turning up on a Thursday at Nathan's or a Wednesday or on a. Monday or whatever we keep doing that one day I'm not going to tell you what day of the week it is Uh, keep your comments uh, coming in guys we're still going to talk uh, throughout the rest of tonight's show about our uh, choices for player of the season we've also got a bit of a silly one for you as well which is Dave's quote of the season some absolute belters in there but we have got a big uh, Easter weekend um on the way two games over the Easter weekend Morecambe at home and then Oldham away which is live on Sky we want to know how many points you think the Stags will get over that Easter period? Your options are none. Hate that to happen. Uh, two or three. So that's either obviously drawing both games or winning one game and losing the game. Uh, do you think we'll get four? Obviously winning the game and drawing a game, or do you think we'll get six, aka maximum points? Get your votes in now. We'll reveal the results of that later in the show. Um, as always, I'll ask the panel, Nathan. We need six, but <laughs> it's probably going to be it's three. I feel like it's going to be a three. I, 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 all them away, I think it's going to be a tough one. Come, uh, it's got to be six. Got to be six. I don't care what anyone says. It's got to be six. I'm going to think six. it's going to be. That's, that's not answering the question. They said, "What do you think it's going to be?" Six. Okay. Yeah. I'm confident. I'm going for six as well. Purely, purely because it's. <sighs> It's huge, and I think the players will appreciate that. And I think, I think you know, if it was the other way around and we were away first, but they should have appreciated uh, Northampton. And yeah, that's true. You know, if if we're away first, I think I'd be a little bit more worried. But the fact that we're at home, Stags fans have backed us really well lately. I think they can do the same again on East on Easter Friday. Um, I think that will that stands in good stead to give us that little bit of a bounce, that little bit of a buzz. Uh, to, to push on but let us know your thoughts and get your vote in uh, on that we were talking obviously about the striker situations and Matt, and Matt asks who would you play up top Walker and Hamilton Walker on his own or Walker and Rose Nathan I'm going to go with you first 
I'd pick another option. I'd, I'd go. Or A, another, of course. Yeah, I'd go for the three. CJ on left, walk, and, uh, Walker and Rose. Can? I want to agree with Nathan, to be honest. Thanks. I think, I think we do need to. <laughs> yeah, it's throwing caution to the wind, but we can't afford to slip up and only take one point from a game we need to be going for the full three just because of the chasing pack that are behind us fear or nothing isn't it yeah. that's what I sort of feel look at it yeah. now. I know it sounds a bit daft while we're still in third because it you know but I just with that many teams chasing it's got to be three or nothing it has to be for me I, my partnership would be I may I might stick with the formation we're in and play Rose in that sort of attacking midfield role just behind the two strikers of uh, Walker and Hamilton. But uh, as Kevin says in the comments, all three I agree we need goals and mine would be Hamilton on the left, Rose in the middle, Walker on the right, and then you look at your impact substitutions. They're hungry, they're ready, they want to be a part of it. Your Zane Hakeems, your Jimmy Knowles, etc., etc., your Jason Laws, your Alistair Smiths. They're hungry for a reason, they've got into the squad for a reason. And sometimes that youth and that hunger, in the, they don't feel that pressure because they're driven on by that. And I think sometimes that could be the key uh, to, un, to unlocking it. Matt says, squeaky bum time regardless. Well, <laughs> yes and no, because. I'm confident if we get a corner and Mel Benning goes over to take yeah. it. Huge. <laughs> <laughs> That's I think, to be fair, you've got to credit one thing and the fact that that working on that set play worked because that left foot in swinger, if you put a big lad on the front post in Sweeney or Preston or Pierce puts the goalkeeper it, off. It puts yeah. the goalkeeper off, he is unsighted from it as we as we've we've seen and if you get your connection right, it's in. Definitely. A what What's the odds of scoring on the same weekend two years in a row? Because Mal Benny scored the Chesterfield goal a year ago, last weekend. Anyone know what Matt Green's doing? Give him a ring. Uh, <laughs> whilst we uh, find that Matt Green number and see if we can tempt him back and Matt Reed and Alan Marriott to recreate that goal six years on, because that's the theme that we've gone with. I don't know why we've ended up going down that tangent, but we have. Let's hear from the goal scorer, Mal Benning, reflecting on that one-all draw at Northampton. His goal and the feeling within the dressing room right now with four huge games to go. It's very direct by them, obviously. Um, they didn't really look to play. It was just the back three had to deal with a lot of high balls. Yeah, it was a battle, but I thought... We only switched off on one set piece. We dealt with them all day, to be fair. It's just one of them where they were, they were going to get onto the end of one, I suppose, with that many they had. But, um, yeah, we're disappointed, but we're still in our hands, so it's still going to be twist and turn. Um, obviously, a point away from home is great, do you know what I mean? So um, we've still got four games left, and um, we've got a home game on Friday, so it's just looking forward to that Easter weekend now and hopefully a couple of big results. Um, credit's got to go to um, the management staff and the set piece they told us to do. It's one of them where we witnessed where if we had a, a big lad on the, well, Sweens on the front post and just aimed towards there and obviously with the kill that the ball's got it went in because it missed Sweens and it went in so yeah that's what I was told to do to be fair it wasn't whether to aim for a man as well the Sweens on the front post against a considerably small opponent and just aim for that area and obviously in that area it's going to go in if Sweens misses it or if he connects with it's a goal anyway obviously they're backing us we, we can't um fault the, the away support and home support and it's going to we could hear them through the game obviously when it was going through a dry patch where there's no team really controlling it they tried their best and as a team we tried our best so we can't really say um, we didn't turn up or nothing it's one of them where every, every game is going to be tough now and it's a crucial part yeah so Mal Benning speaking to I follow Stags after that one or draw at Northampton you can watch that in full by visiting mansfieldtown.net forward slash I follow uh, right then you were on about uh, stripping him of his night up there for a minute weren't you Nath I can't remember why. What did he say? He said something. A point there. away from him is a good point. Oh yeah, that's a, yeah. Normally, yeah, but would be in September. Not in this it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not in this situation. Sorry, Mal. Oh, there you go. Sorry, I'm sure Mal. Ollie will be forgiven. Uh, results are in on the. How many points do you think Stags will get over Easter? Paul, thankfully none of you voted for zero and none of you voted for two or three either. 57% of you believe we're going to get four points, which is a win and a draw over the Easter period. 43% uh, of you agree with myself and Cam that it will be all six over that Easter period. Time to make another one of our polls live right now. Uh, this one is a bit of fun, uh, which is uh, who is your... Um, 
player of the season we've all picked uh, one each on this one so there will be some names on there who obviously um, we have missed out that's why we've left the other option um, the options are Cam has chosen Ryan Sweeney Nathan you have chosen Chief and I have chosen Neil Bishop was also the other option on there um I'm going to go like the olden days. You remember when we used to do the voting thing for the Ultimate Eleven? I used to give you like 30 seconds to oh, pledge God, for votes. Can you remember yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Can yeah. you remember that? Just about. I wonder where that feature went. Oh, I don't know. It probably Shocking. got binned with the rest of them. <laughs> um, but, <clears throat> I don't know. don't want to bring that back, actually. Um, <laughs> not necessarily pledge for your votes, but just explain your nomination. No, I'm not doing that. <laughs> That's why I didn't do yeah, it. Yeah, no, I mean, he's, he's been the captain. Uh, obviously, he's probably been one of the most consistent performers throughout the season, I think. Uh, and especially in a in a defence which uh, has changed quite a lot. So you you look at that situation, how, how how many different partnerships he's probably had to play through whilst captain, captain in the side and also... Sort of holding, you know, keeping the record of probably one of the best defensive records, and I think still is the de- best def- defensive record, isn't it? Mm. The games that we've lost, we haven't lost by more than one goal. So I think that that says a lot about our defence. And when you're thinking there, we've had three different goalkeepers as well, so it's a lot for him to deal with. And like I say, captain the team at the same time, I, I just think he's he's probably one of those that's I don't say underrated, but sometimes just I think you know one of them that you'd realise how big of a miss he is if he wasn't in the team certainly so and uh, playing alongside him Ryan Sweeney he was your choice although originally it was my choice but you said that he was the one that you was going to go for so well I'll let you <laughs> let you have it explain your Sweeney nomination I think it's just our consistency being this season he's obviously had injuries he's also had suspensions and every time that he's come back into the squad he's done an absolutely solid job and he's by far been one of the most consistent and being such a young age compared to the other fair enough I know Christian Pearson and Matt Preston aren't old but they've been in the game a lot longer than what Sweens has and it's I know Sweens has come from a, a Premier League development obviously so current championship but their Premier League development Um the pressure's not quite as much on them in them situations because they play against players that similar sort of players playing week in week out whereas if you come to League 2 it's a lot more competitive than that is and he's stepped up and, and, and dealt with that and, and really has been one of the best players we've had the other one option there, which is on there which is the one I've chosen is Neil Bishop and I think that one speaks for itself really. I think I've maybe chosen the easy option on that one but for a player of his age and his experience when he was brought in you perhaps looked at that signing and thought alright this is going to be one sort of a bit part player to come in and do a job when needed you know play three or four games here three or four games there but he's been pretty much Mr Consistent not really missed I don't think he's missed a league game I think he's only got rested in, in the cup for one or two of the cup fixtures is that sort of player who drives you on is the engine room in midfield is, brings on the players around him you know Mellis I think he's in, improved Mellis's game defensively I think Tomlinson will learn a lot from him McDonald I think thrives from him as well he's, he's just that key player and I think he's another one like Pierce who if you took him out of the team and God forbid he got an injury or a suspension or whatever you'd be thinking bloody hell we miss bitch yeah. And, well, um, he did get a suspension, and yeah. we did miss yeah. him. Yeah, big time. And and that's the thing, isn't it? It's it's that's such a key part of the season. I think for his professionalism to keep himself fit, to keep himself wanting to train and wanting to push himself. Only if, you know three or four weeks ago, Flickcroft said stay away from training and have a bit of time off. That commitment um, is is one hundred percent there for me and that's the reason why uh, I've gone for um, gone for Neil Bishop there'll be some other rewards which we'll talk about in the end of the season podcast as well players like you know who may improve that sort of thing but yeah. Bish for me is up there obviously there are other options in there as well um, one name that we've missed out is that of uh, Tyler Walker because of the amount of goals yeah. he scored we know where we'd be if he hadn't scored those goals so correct it's a lot further down the yeah. table than where we are Another one in there, Cam, would be CJ Hamilton. Yeah, uh, 
29 goals between the pair of them I think it is it's a great return isn't it massive and it's it's another one where you think CJ had a great season last season but we didn't think we'd be able to get him to come back in the summer and be even better than he was before and Tyler's one of them that we brought in obviously we brought in Davo and, and Otis on the same day and you think is he a risk not really played first team football not really scored in first team games not really scored going out on loan it was a massive gamble and um, and what a pick out from from Dave and, and Futch and the, the rest of the scouts to, to get him to get him to come here to get him on loan to get him out to Portugal and to get him firing really it's fantastic keep those uh, folks coming in and uh, we'll reveal the winner there's no price um, in about a couple it's a moral of minutes, victory it's a moral victory yeah in a couple of minutes time just something which has occurred to me you know we were sitting here a year ago obviously a lot's changed since then and, and things happened but we were sitting here a year ago and we were probably struggling to pick out a player who has been standout we would have certainly struggled to get four options yeah. back then that's testament isn't it to how, how much of an important team we have and an important squad strength we have because even going back six years ago when we won the conference there were only perhaps two or three players in there who were vital to that and who carried that yeah and um, <clears throat> yeah Craig we've, we've, we've just mentioned sort of five four or five players there quite, and they're all contenders for player of the season but then if you delve further into the squad you wouldn't really say you could probably pick another four or five players in there that have had a good season you know if you're going to rate them sort of out of ten you'd probably say there's quite a few sixes and sevens in there that aren't even contenders for the player of the season so yeah and that's that's massively important because you need so you know, you need a whole squad to be on form and, and you know and on, on the ball with it rather than carrying players. Would so you say it's an absolute testament to what Dave and Fudge and everybody else put in on the training ground and out in Portugal or whatever that three players that we had last season that we thought were great have done even better this season and got themselves into the team season. Mal Benning, CJ, and, and Chief. Absolutely, because probably if you'd have said those three would have been in the team of the season last year you'd and then chief into the entire you'd, 72 you'd have probably laughed it off really because it's one of those where we had an average season they didn't really do you know contribute that much into especially like CJ is the biggest development but it starts from the very first planting of the seeds doesn't it and the initial work that you put in and I think that's why it, bringing it all the way back full circle that's why that pressure is hyped up so much and that's probably why we're feeling the nerves a little bit now because we've put all that effort in and all that hard work and it's so narrow so narrow of a no, so narrow of a gap we can't aff afford to, to pull the plug well, can we? we've just put ourselves in such a good position that's through all that hard work and what a shame it would be to 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 just throw it away so I think that's where where the nerves is I think we're, re we're ready I think that's the thing we're, we're so ready for it the club's ready for it it's certainly in a position where we can certainly it's not even about surviving in League 1 I think we'll do well next year if we do go up but it's getting there and that's the hardest bit it certainly is uh, James says uh, Benning has also been unbelievable in every match hardly ever puts a foot wrong which is again why yeah. he managed to get himself into that um, team of the season uh, we'll talk more about that in future weeks if you've got any comments or anything like that on who you'd like to nominate things for like moment of the season which is definitely Bishop's um, goal at West Brom that was unreal um, <laughs> goal of the season um, you know um undervalued or underrated players um, players who you know we've missed that sort of thing anything you want to say about this season and people you want to put forward for a nomination or for a little bit of recognition get in touch with us and let us know your thoughts you can tweet us at MTFC Matters DM us on this Facebook page or you can comment on our wall as well get involved with 
all of that we really want your feedback uh, on that and let us know what you'd like to change or see change about the podcast as well series three uh, next year Touchwood hopefully next year. League, league one next, next season, season. That's, I knew what I meant yeah. um, also as well what would you like to see in the summer would you like to see a trip down memory lane return would you like to see us do another live night let us know We're, it's not just about us three us four including Simon in that it's all about uh, you guys as well we want to create content uh, for you to enjoy but we don't want to just create content which other people do we want to mix it up a little bit and deliver what you guys want so always get in touch uh, and let us know about that right then we've put it off for far too long the big question remains Nathan is this arguably the biggest weekend in Mansfield Town's recent history yeah bank holiday weekend do or die absolutely if we lose our next two games that'll be disastrous win the next two games and play it to other teams have to play each other while we're riding amongst it then and if we win our next two games it actually could go down to the fact that we could win it well not win so go all part against Steven and just that's the difference it's, it's so there's just not many points left to play for so if you can get maximum points in your games We'll do. Let's do it. Well, we're up. That's the job. We've got to do that. We so. said it last week, didn't we, Cam? It's all about uh, you know just bettering and equaling what everyone else does. Yeah, there's that little bit of element of looking over our shoulder with it being so tight in there. But there's also the fact that um, you know, there's also that that fact of just being focused and being staying switched on to what we. Uh, what we need to do let's have a little look at the, the league table and start by congratulating Lincoln City who achieved promotion uh, last weekend they'll no doubt go on uh, to be crowned champions over the Easter weekend 10 point lead on Berry uh, in second and an 11 point lead on us in third Berry in second on 74 points with a plus 26 goal difference uh, us in third 73 points with a plus 27 goal difference Playoffs are MK Dons in fourth on 72 points, plus 22 goal difference. Tranmere then in fifth, uh, 71 points with a plus 16 goal difference. Forest Green and Exeter make up the final two playoff spaces. However, big weekends because teams in and around us have to play each other. Let's have a look at the fixtures. So, obviously, Lincoln are pretty much outside anyway. They're playing Carlisle away. Uh, obviously we've got Morecambe at home this is a massive game Newport have got Bury that's so, a huge game Newport in 12th Newport are in 12th but and only 5 points out. 5 points outside the playoffs we've seen still doable we've seen how tough Newport is to go Newport's for the last 3, 4, 5, 6 years even more than that back to the conference <laughs> it's a horrible place the pitch is awful they're a tough team got a great home record at the moment as well they've got yeah. a fantastic home record and that could be a big game Notts County have got MK Dons at home County well they need every point they can get rock bottom at the moment on minus two. 34 they, their goal difference is what's going to kill them uh, but only two points uh, away from safety obviously Macclesfield doing well to pull away from that uh, in 39 I'd probably say by now that Cambridge are out of sight in uh, 21st on 45 so I'd say it's two down three battling for those and then spaces. Tranmere have got Forest Green at home so Forest Green obviously in the playoffs at the minute could drop out if they had a disaster but don't forget they're still battling for well actually no fair you can't discount Forest Green or, or Exeter yet all you need is one of the the chasing pack to slip up and they're, they're right back in it again best result for us there is Forest Green beating well it is a draw but Forest Green beating Tranmere because that would put Leafs Tranmere on 71 and put Forest Green on 70 if we can get three points that makes that gap yeah. wider I think arguably yeah. the best result for us there is actually a Forest Green win yeah, yeah. and then Monday Bury are at home to Northampton and we all know what a direct side Northampton are and how difficult they can be to play against especially if you switch off from set pieces this and is, don't attack and don't attack this is the huge one Lincoln at home to Tranmere potentially the day to be honest there that's that's got Lincoln Tranmere have got to do something special there because Lincoln at home they'll probably have sealed the championship uh, you would expect on Friday but then 
it's either one or two things it's either a homecoming party of winning the league or it's a point to win the league at home which since Sol Bank have been rammed it'd be very very tough for Tranmere that day Tranmere haven't even sold out of their allocation they've only just sold 700 tickets well there you go <laughs> uh, MK Don's at home to Port Vale home win yeah <laughs> you expect MK Don's to win that and then obviously we've got Oldham away so very so, tough fixtures it is in around there then the following stat it's even more interesting I know it's jumping a little bit ahead but obviously Tranmere have got Bury at home they say Tranmere got a very difficult run in there so but it doesn't mean anything they, they're they the team in form really aren't they so <sighs> I, I'm, I still worry about that fixture for us as well Stevenage they're correct me if I'm wrong I'm sure they're just a point outside the playoffs at the moment yeah they're not they're not oh, too far behind Stevenage I know they took the lead into half time but that was five points behind on the same as new point Stevenage were Play. Still doable if they get still an outside get, chance. Yeah. Yeah. If, if they win their two over the Easter break, that could be a them right them. in it. Yeah, absolutely. So it's going to be a very interesting running. That's all we're going to say. And I think yes, we've got to keep an eye on all the results, but we the players have got to focus on us and not let all the results get into their head. And I think it, it's the situation we're either going to sink or swim. Yeah, and at this time of season, we can't be sinking. I want to just say focus on on the one game and take it as time. But the games are such a quick turnaround. I think that's that's a positive for us right now because if we get that win yeah, on Friday, it's yeah. that bounce, and if we get a draw, it's that it, turn it around. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think that's definitely the case. But <laughs> probably sound like a broken record. But if we just go out there and be, like I say, aggressive in what we do. You haven't got time to, again to think about the opposite, like well, what other people are doing. It just, we just, <laughs> we just have to do our own, our own job. We can't rely on results falling our way like they did Saturday because we're going to be easily been out of the top three on Saturday yeah. after after Saturday. So we still it was a little bit lucky. So we we can't do that for the rest of the season. We will not. We won't, we won't do it. It is ridiculously tight in and around us. The pressure is ramping up. Game by game, week by week, day by day, second by second. We've worked so hard to get where we are. There are two home games remaining. It is vitally important that you support the Stags. If you want them to gain promotion, if you want them to give it that final push, give it that final push yourselves. Easter weekend, don't be bothered about sitting on your sofas and watching Love Actually on ITV2. We all know Christmas films get shown at Easter. Um, get yourself, get get rid of those Easter eggs. Take the kids, you know, bring just bring them to the game. Yeah, lovely day as well. It's going to be a great day. Get yourself down there weather-wise. Get yourself to the one course stadium. Let's fill it out as much as we can. Sing loud and sing proud and back the boys because right now they need us as much as we need them. And it's as simple as that. And the same as on Monday. It's a fiver for adults to get in. £3 for seniors and students a pound for under 18s one pound <laughs> unos poundos it's Spanish for one pound I think so well if you, you've got two adults and a kid it's one less takeaway a week for the what, that one week it's, it's just one less takeaway yeah forget your pizza forget your McDonald's forget your Sky no forget don't don't we watch don't it need in your armchair we, we need you to come stick it on recording get yourself yeah, to Oldham get yourself to Oldham and then wave at the cameras and see if you can spot yourself later on job done it is all about supporting one another now we spoke and there are people speak on social media about potential blames and things like that forget all about that we talk about strikers not getting the numbers that they got last season for whatever reason we talk about players perhaps not doing it in midfield or whatever it does not matter what matters is that we are a collective and that over this Easter weekend we put in 100 million percent and the players will thrive with it hopefully touch wood cross your fingers and all of that jazz this time next week next Thursday at 6.30 we'll be sitting here being able to breathe a little bit more and that strain taken off of our heart but ask yourself this question would you have it any other way? 
course you wouldn't. This is the Mansfield Matters podcast, the show for the fans, by the fans. Why? Because Mansfield Matters. Make sure you join us next Thursday at 6.30 as the journey continues. I've been Craig Priest. Alongside me has been Cam Felton and Nathan Edge. Thank you very much for your comments and uh, getting involved with the show tonight. Keep pressing that like button. Keep pressing that share button. Check out everything on our website, mtfcmatters.co.uk. Sit back and enjoy the ride. Because the season, even though there are four games to go, it ain't over yet, not by a long chalk. We're certainly fighting, the players care, that's what I can assure anyone connected with Mansfield Town, this group of players care, they care about uh, each other, they care about doing well for, for our supporters and doing well for the football club, you know, so we've just got to make sure that there isn't a over-trying, which then tenses you up a little bit and and, uh, and, and again, that's what we'll be looking to get the boys more relaxed in that for, for next week. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.